Scientists worry as four countries undermine climate talks. That story and more on H2O Radio's weekly news report. I'm Jamie Sudler. I'm Franny Halperin, and it's This Week in Water. Experts are comparing it to a speeding freight train. Greenhouse gas emissions are accelerating so fast this year that the world could be on track to face some of the most severe consequences of climate change sooner than expected. The New York Times is reporting that the surge in carbon dioxide emissions is due to an increased appetite for oil as people around the world not only buy more cars, but also drive them farther than in the past. Worldwide, carbon emissions are expected to increase by 2.7% in 2018, according to the new research by the Global Carbon Project. Emissions rose 1.6% last year, ending a three-year plateau. Reducing carbon emissions is key to stopping global warming, but three scientists writing in the journal Nature last week commented that the planet is heating up faster than the IPCC report predicted just two months ago. In their research, they estimate we may hit the 1.5 degrees of warming by 2030, 10 years earlier than the IPCC assumed. The news comes as delegates from nearly 200 countries are meeting in Poland to debate next steps under the Paris Climate Agreement. Many nations haven't been meeting their self-imposed targets. And scientists fear that four countries now seem to be actively undermining the IPCC report. According to The Guardian, the U.S., Saudi Arabia, Russia, and Kuwait rejected a motion to accept the report at the climate talks on Saturday, instead saying it should be merely noted, which would make it much easier for governments to ignore. Tehran, the capital of Iran, has about 8.5 million residents. To supply them with water and also to irrigate farms, groundwater basins have been significantly depleted. From about 1970 to 2010, the number of wells drilled has risen eightfold. In addition, there have been droughts and aquifers have not been recharged. The groundwater level in Tehran has gone down by about 12 meters in the 30 years ending 2011. And as a consequence, Science Daily reports that the ground is sinking in parts of the city. Scientists from a research facility in Potsdam, Germany, found that some areas are sinking 10 inches a year and dropped about 10 feet. One of the authors told the Weather Channel that there are uneven street surfaces, shifted curbs, and even tilted buildings, some of which have been demolished, and another said that the rate of subsidence is among the highest in the world. Many streams and rivers are being contaminated as a result of salts from road de-icers, fertilizers, and other compounds released into waterways. But it's not just the salts themselves polluting the water. Their presence in waterways is unleashing toxic chemicals like metals and other compounds from stream beds and soils. In a release from the University of Maryland, the authors say that the dangerous chemicals travel together throughout the watershed and have much worse effects than the individual contaminants. Alone. Similar chemical changes occurred in Flint, Michigan, when the source for its water was switched to a river with a high salt load that combined with other treatment chemicals. The water became more corrosive, causing lead to be leached from water pipes. The researchers say that there's a need for new and more comprehensive pollution strategies. And speaking of those strategies, it's expected this coming week that the Trump administration will propose severe restrictions on which bodies of water are 
covered under the Clean Water Act and regulated by the EPA. The Intercept reports that the proposed definition of waters of the U.S., also called WOTUS, will eliminate protection for streams and wetlands that are not physically connected to larger waterways. One estimate shows that at least 60 and up to 90 percent of streams and wetlands would no longer be covered. While the policy has not yet been released, leaked information says that streams which are only wet after rain events would be excluded and only wetlands that are adjacent and physically connected to other large waters would be protected. Jane Goodman of the Cuyahoga River Restoration Organization said that by lifting the protections for certain waterways, the administration was disregarding the science that shows their interconnectedness. She said it's like keeping protections for your kitchen sink and for the sewer in the street, but taking them away from all the plumbing in between. And finally, do you have an old smartphone lying around? Maybe you don't know what to do with it or you're hanging on to it for sentimental reasons. But did you know that you could put it to good use to save gorillas? In a campaign named They're Calling on You, Australian zoos urged visitors to recycle mobile phones to collect the metals inside, metals that are otherwise being mined in gorilla habitats in the Democratic Republic of the Congo. The population of grower gorillas there has declined by 93%, with fewer than 4,000 of the great apes remaining in the wild. But in a recent study, researchers at the University of South Australia say the phone recycling program could go a long way towards saving the critically endangered animals. Lead author Dr. Carla Litchfield says when conflict elements like gold and coltan are recovered from old phones, there's less incentive to mine them from wilderness areas. She said that for every 30 to 40 mobile phones recycled, one gram of gold can be recovered, which is important because natural sources of gold are expected to run out by 2030. The researchers say there's a lot of reasons people don't recycle their phones, from a lack of electronics recycling programs to privacy concerns. Another worry is that people toss old phones in the trash, where it ends up in a landfill and leaches toxic metals. By 2014, zoo visitors in Australia had donated more than 115,000 phones, representing just a fraction of the 1 billion old phones out there, but they're hopeful to roll the campaign out globally and really make a difference. Convinced to recycle your old phone? If you don't have a recycling program in your area, many mobile phone outlets will give you cash for it. Knowing your old brick is helping to save endangered apes? Priceless. This Week in Water is sponsored by the American Waterworks Association. Explore new trends in technology at ACE19, June 9th through 12th in Denver. Learn more at awwa. ACE.org.